What's up, everyone? This is the PCG Podcast, uh, episode 52. I'm here with A.O. and Joe. What's up, y'all? And it's Diana. And we have some topics that we want to get to today. All right. Um, so OBJ is no longer a part of the New York Giants. Uh, that news was shocking to a lot. Not so shocking to uh, to some people, but uh, me, being a Panthers fan, I already knew Dave Gettleman is in their office. So I already knew it was going to be something that was going to go down that probably wasn't didn't make a whole lot of sense. Because when he, when he was the GM for the Panthers, he made a lot of different moves I didn't understand, like letting go uh, of Steve Smith. You know, there's a lot of things that I wasn't too sure of as to why it was being done, like how they haven't gave uh, Cam Newton a number one receiver yet, really, in my opinion. Right, uh, right. But he's no longer GM, so that's that's in somebody else's hands now. And like <laughs> uh, Dave Gettleman, you know, he just always does something, and that that was really big because he's the number one receiver in the league. So to let him go, it's like, I mean, after well, some people have their picks. Some people say Antonio Brown. Some people say OBJ. I say OBJ because OBJ is younger. He's only twenty six. Um, he's been he's been in the league for a while, but not as long as uh. Antonio, mm-hmm. and so I feel like if we're going to base it off potential, um, OBJ has the potential to really, you know, go a long way. And Antonio, too, he's only 30. He's not really that old, but uh, he's older than OBJ. You get what I'm saying? So right, it's right. like the potential factor. You can look at how many years you can have with this guy, and he can help my team. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was, it was really weird that he – it's, it's definitely weird that he's not going to be in a, a giant uniform next year, but uh, good luck to him and, you know, the blessings that he's going to possibly bring to the Cleveland Browns because, you know, with, with their roster, it's looking pretty good. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, their their Browns roster is looking pretty good right now. I think they're going to be a playoff contender. They've got uh, OBJ, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry. It's looking nice for them, and they were – Decent last season too, so I think adding these additional guys in here, um, it, it might make them pretty scary and a scary team to, to face. It's just it was like I was only throwing off. I was like, out of all the teams, the, the mm-hmm. Browns are the ones that did it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was I absolutely thought it would possibly be another team, but then again, you got to think about it. Um, you know, I, I believe him and LeBron James are real good friends, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, why would he not want to go to uh, LeBron's, um, you know, hometown? I guess. Yeah. Try to... LeBron's a cowboy fan. Right. That's the thing I was trying. <laughs> as soon as he was signed, uh, LeBron posted on his page, and I think now it's kind of like, oh, he's gonna rock him now because um, the simple fact that OBJ is on the team now. Because yeah, what? maybe they didn't do as well the year before, and everybody was. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. Well, now they have OBJ, and, you know, people are looking at them to be a contender in the playoffs. So, 
um, you know, things change. I mean, you can get a player like that, a French, a franchise type player like OBJ. You can get, you can uh, possibly get that kind of uh, title before the before the season starts. Um, Definitely, but, yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, I'm wishing the best for him. Hopefully, I hope he can prove to the NY Giants why he was worth uh, why he was worth the money and why he should have been able to stay. But you know, hey, that's something he has to do. I know he's been, uh, he's had a few injuries. So, um, you know, let's hope that he's able to play for the full, for the full, uh, how many games is it? It's, uh, how many games is it? 18, right? Well, yeah. yeah, I think, so I think he's going to be good. The bye, if you take away the bye week, it's 16. Is it 16 or 17, I believe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so let's hope that he's able to play the whole season and let's not, uh, let's, no, not get hurt, but yep. Yeah, uh, nah, it's gonna be really exciting to see them play. So I'm, I right. want to check that. Check the games out. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, also on to the next topic. So Zion uh, Wilmerson um played against Syracuse last night for the ACC tournament. Um, they will be taking. Um, they will be going up against the UNC Cardinals tonight at 9 p.m. Um, but Zion just got back from his injury. Looked like he didn't even. Looked like he was. He missed a step. Yeah. He, he <laughs> right. demolished okay. Syracuse. 13, yeah. 13 for 13, 29 points altogether. So 100% field goal rating. Um, made his free throws and everything. So the, he was a beast last night. Um, did bust through his sneakers because Nike actually came down to the Duke facility, um, mm-hmm. watched how he was kind of playing, and then tried on a whole bunch of shoes. They made a, a, the Kyrie 4. Mm-hmm. But they reinforced yep. the toe box for it, and they added a, a, a double layer of, like, the sole for him as well because he's such an explosive guy, and he's, like, bigger than most of the guys on the team. So they, they basically had a special Kyrie for it he's been playing in, and that I think he'll probably pull out the same ones tonight as well. I'm still going for UNC for the sweep on that one, but it's going to be a really interesting game because yeah. I, I feel that- like Duke lost their steam after, you know, Zion went down that game. But I think they're going to be going head-to-head tonight for sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting game, and I'm I'm looking forward to watching uh, Zion play because he just he was so exciting last night. Like it's, when you when you see players like that, you just want to watch them. You know, you just want to watch what they're doing, watch how they're playing. You know, you're going to get a show. So, I mean, hey, I don't watch too much college basketball, but when I do, I watch it to see like these top players that uh, have gotten these um, good. You know, I guess people are advertising them to be you know, uh, these great, great players that are up next. Unless I, I usually don't listen to what people say. I usually want to watch them play. So it's great for uh, the fact that he's actually showing that he's just what everybody's saying he is. You know, like some right, right. players go out there and they don't even look like that. I just be like, who, who is this player? Like, I don't know. You guys said he was going to be the next best thing in the NBA. Yeah, I don't know. But this guy? Oh no, nah, he's definitely going to be up next. And whatever franchise lucks up with him next year in the NBA, they're going to have some. It's going to be a good show for them. Hopefully, I've I've been thinking. Hopefully, he can come to the Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I that's going to happen. Happen, but it's just a thought. Um, you know, you never know. I'm, I'm I believe he's he's probably going to end up with a team like uh, Cleveland. I don't know. But I don't know. Though. He might he might go to the Cavs or he might go to the Knicks. Um, I don't I. Don't see more anywhere to like the Lakers or anybody like that, but I can see the Cavs, I can see the Knicks, I can even see the Wizards. Hornets probably like last. He might he might even go to Orlando. 
but it's yeah. just a few different places he can land and make an impact. Right. Um. So yeah, he had 29.14 rebounds. So yeah, that was a monstrous game for him, and um. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to tonight's matchup uh, against UNC. Um. So on to the next topic. Um. So Kareem Hunt. Um. He was he's a a player on the Cleveland Browns actually. And he was some on video where he pushed a woman down or something like that, hotel room or whatever. Don't know what happened, so I don't like to speak on stuff like that because, I, you know, we don't know the full story. But either whatever the full story is, he has no business pushing a woman down um, regardless of what happened. Um, he could get somebody else to do that. You are a famous athlete. You know how, this, how uh, things happen. You have to be a lot more smart on these situations. There are cameras everywhere. I don't know if these guys know that. I don't even know if they care at this point. But I don't think they care. Yeah, I, I think that, and that's crazy that it's gotten that bad. But like I said before, he knows he's not supposed to be doing that. So eight games he was suspended um, by the NFL. But I'm I'm going to go ahead and give a good shout-out to Roger Goodell on that because Roger Goodell has got a lot of bad flat for the way he's had a lot of situations, especially last year when in the past years with this domestic violence stuff that's been going on in the, in the NFL, he's been handling a lot of stuff crappy. Um, so I think him sending him for eight games, you know, that's that's what that's one thing that's when things start to sit in with these players when you're taking the money out. Yeah, I think he sent the message with that. He, he right. He's taking the money out of that's yeah. when they don't that's when it's an issue. So hopefully there'll be a lot more um, you know, thinking, careful. Like, I mean, and it's it's sad either way because I just feel like it shouldn't be going on, period. But you know what you're bringing for your franchise. Try to be smarter with your situations, how you're thinking, your decisions, stuff like that. Like, um, you know, I I hate that it goes down regardless, but as I said before, Roger Goodell is sending the right message for these guys to stop doing what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's been too much of that going on. And like I said, we don't really like to speak on it on the podcast because we want to just be chill, breezy. You know what I'm saying, Joe? Like we don't really mm-hmm. talk about what's going on, but um, I thought this was interesting to see that he's going to get eight games sitting on the bench because that's taking money out of his pocket. And it, it honestly, that could do a lot to their season, not having him. Um, yeah, I agree. He's he's a pretty good running back, so that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna do something for them. But like I said, hopefully that maybe I'll say back up. I'm pretty sure they do. So you know, hopefully it doesn't hurt them too bad. Like I said, well, I mean they they also got OBJ and, and Jarvis Landry yeah. now, so they'll, right, right. they'll just have to pass more instead of having a run game. That's all. Right. So they'll probably be they'll they'll probably be fine with without him for those eight games and once he gets back then they'll be just doing a playoff uh push. So um and yeah, I'm ready to see I'm ready to hopefully to see uh, OBJ in the playoffs again. Yeah, that would be cool. Right. Um, all right, so NBA playoffs are right around the corner. Uh, you know, my, my team, the Warriors are, are are ready and ready and hungry for <laughs> for the playoffs. They just beat the Rockets. Yep. <laughs> and <they were playing. laughs> That game was funny to me because, um, you know, I'm guessing everybody forgot that the Warriors, they can can beat, you know, they don't need Kevin Durant all the time. They don't Mm -hmm. need – I'm going to be the first to say it. And and the the only reason why I'm saying this is because it's a fact. 
period, point blank. I don't say it because, oh, well, you know, I'm delusional. I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, people honestly really think in their mind that the Warriors really, really, really need Kevin Durant to win a game. They don't. They was winning games before Kevin Durant came around, and they will still be winning games when he leaves. Like, let's just let's stop with the the whole oh well if they don't have KD they can't win no more championships I'm I'm done with that like that sounds so crazy now one thing that I am gonna say is that if the Rockets would have had Chris Paul in that uh that game seven last year probably would have been a different outcome because I saw how the game how the whole series was going and with Chris Paul they were able to hold up against the Warriors yes. And that's what that's the honest truth. Me being a Warriors fan, I can honestly say it was looking real scary for the Warriors, my my Warriors at that moment. Um, <laughs> until Chris Paul got hurt, I'm gonna really be honest. Until Chris Paul got hurt, that's when I knew, okay, they got this. So this year they're gonna have Chris Paul if he doesn't get hurt. You know, Chris Paul he's known to always get hurt. So if he yeah, doesn't get problem. hurt, if he doesn't get hurt, then they're gonna have to do a lot of different things. But I'm glad last night. Uh, was it the night before? Um, it was the night before. Yeah, two nights before. I'm glad that they were able to show that they can win without KD. So once KD gets back, it'll be even more of a problem. But my thing is, I honestly think they play better without KD when they play the Rockets. That sounds crazy, but I honestly believe it. Because when KD is playing, he throws up so many shots. He throws up so many shots. He tries to do so much. And I feel like when they don't have KD, everything just runs so smoothly. Like, everybody knows their role. You know what I'm saying? There's nobody trying to be the savior. You know Seth Curry's going to do what he does on a, on a, on a nightly basis because he, he, that's what he does. He, he right. knows his role. Clay is going to do what he does. And I think maybe they played so well because DeMarcus Cousins was able to put up 27 points and do what he was able to do. And I think that's kind of why the presence of KD wasn't as missed. But, like I said, they have an addition of the Marcus Cousins this year. So I'm hoping that when they play the Rockets, it'll be a totally different outcome from last year. And I'm hoping they can, you know, I'm, I'm hoping it's a 4-1. Four to one, <laughs> four <laughs> one, They don't even need to be close to us. Like that, Harden with all that jacking and get them out of here. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Like, get them out of here. We don't, I don't want to see them for real. I want them. I want them completely, uh, completely routed. Like, like I don't want them near us in the playoffs. I don't even. I don't think. I don't think they even have it to uh, beat us. But just saying. I, who, I don't know. Yeah, who are you actually going for? <laughs> well, I was going for the Lakers, but I, I think I'm just going to be right. So your team disappointed. So yeah, they, nobody's going. So uh, yeah, I'm not going to cheer for anybody. But I'm going to watch it and talk trash the whole time, <laughs> even though the Lakers aren't going. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I think, but the thing is, I hate when teams are so, uh, you know, like when they're talking about, uh, when they're talking about teams, they're always like, oh, well, you know, we got to get to Warriors. First off, you got to get to the, you got to get past the team that you got to play first to get to the Warriors. Exactly. Like, yeah. Stop worrying about the Warriors. That's the thing that's wrong with these teams. Y'all heads be so fixated on trying to beat the Warriors when the Warriors, baby, they already got it. Like they already, <laughs> they, 
the, listen, the Warriors, they know they're going to get to the next round. You, A lot of these teams got to worry about getting to the next round than worrying about playing the Warriors because I think a lot of them often uh, think about playing the Warriors too early, and that's what, that's what gets them caught up. But I'm going to say this. Um, the Western Conference, uh, the Western Conference is looking like, well, the start of the Western Conference is looking like the Warriors are going to be playing the Clippers, which we know they're going to get past the Clippers. The yeah, Blazers are going to play OKC. Now, I'm going to tell yeah. you, that's going to be, that's going to be a really good, um, that's going to be a really good series because you have Daniel Lilly, you got Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook, Paul George. Paul George, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's, that's going to be a good, a, a good, a good series. Then you got, um, Houston versus Utah Jazz. And that's what I mean by these teams have to get past these teams before they can talk about us. The Utah Jazz, they are nice. I don't know I don't know what anybody else has watched from them, but they have a good squad. So they have to get past the Utah Jazz before they can worry about us. Does that I think um Utah or Oklahoma City may play spoiler. And right. kind of go to that Western Conference Finals against mm-hmm. the Warriors, and I I feel like if it's OKC, then the Warriors may be able to get like a a four one or like a sweep. But if it's the Jazz, then they may go to seven for the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I believe so. I think um I think the Utah Jazz have the potential to spoil the the spoil the Rockets. I think. They have the potential to honestly beat them. And I think yeah. when they go into that, when they go in, into the series, they're going to be looking directly and trying to uh, team up with Harden, knowing what he's doing. Because this this mm-hmm. season ball never works in the playoffs. We all know that. Like, what you're yeah. doing in the season, you're going to have to tone that down when the playoffs come. All that jacking and all that one-two shot, that ain't going to work. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's not. These guys know what you're doing. And when you're playing a team like the Utah Jazz that are good on defense, you have to step it up. Because this is the same team that almost, they almost beat uh, the Warriors. So, all I'm saying is they got to get past this team first. Then you have the Nuggets versus San Antonio Spurs. I'm taking the Nuggets. I'm taking the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah Nuggets are, are another sleeper. Then, if, if if it goes that way, if Denver wins and Utah wins, or say Houston wins and then Denver wins, um, they will be playing um, for that, uh, you know, going into the the next series. Now, yeah. and and I can honestly tell you that if a uh, Denver Houston matchup comes, I'm taking Denver. Okay, I'm taking Denver <laughs> all the way. I think they're I think they have a great team. Um, they're young. Well, it's, it's a young. I would say it's a really young team, but they they play polished enough that they could make it make a decent right. playoff run. And nobody talks about them as much, and I want to see them do well. So let's say yeah. uh, JSW, uh, let's say if the Warriors go uh, win against the Clippers, which they're, they're more likely going to win. I don't I don't see the Clippers being able to upset them. And um, the Portland Trailblazers against uh, the Thunder. And say, for instance, OKC or Portland win, you already know who I'm taking. But, you know, regardless of who I take, it's still going to be an awesome series. Uh, the Warriors versus Portland, or the Warriors versus OKC. So we have a good playoffs coming up. Um, the Eastern Conference field as well. Um, you have Milwaukee, Miami. You got Philly, Boston. Philly and Boston are going to be matching up in a series. The first yeah. first round, like that's going to be good. It is. One of those teams are going to be out. <laughs> you know that, like one of those teams are going to be out of the playoffs. So there's exactly, yeah. So that. Hey, that sucks, but um, I think yeah. the team to be out pieces the Bucks. 
it doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, like I said, I know they're going to come back better than ever. Um, I know a lot of people are probably going to not be with them next year, and I can honestly count on Lonzo Ball being gone after this season. He's probably fed up with the BS, and he probably just wants a place to call home. A lot of those players do. A lot of those players don't want to be, you know, just feel like they are there to fill in roster spots. That's not that's not cool. People want to be feel like they're at home, and like when you, if you can't treat players like that, then just let them go. So I think right, they kind right. of dropped the ball. I think they really dropped the ball on getting that how that whole um, how that how everything came out that they wanted to get traded. But they'll have their opportunity this uh, off season to go ahead and leave. So. You know, LeBron's going to be making sure he does what he can so they, this team won't have to worry about not making the playoffs next year. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much it. NBA playoffs going to be yeah. lit April 13th. Um, I'm excited. I know a lot of other people are too, but uh, it's going to be a good uh, it's going to be a good run. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a good run. And this USC game is going to be really good tonight too. Oh, yeah, the USC game, I'm ready for that game tonight. I think we should definitely try to, if we can, because uh, we're always going to do another episode Monday. Um, if you want, we can do one before that, but Monday would work, definitely, just so we can get in and uh, talk about that game, because that's going to be a lit one. And yeah, I honestly, for sure. honestly think UNC is going to win. I don't want to be a spoiler for anybody, but uh, but if Zion comes in and, and does some stuff like he did last night, it's going to be a little different. Yeah, it's going to be a long night then. <laughs> it's going to be a very long night. Uh, I mean, if he could do it, he might put up 40, 50. I mean, I don't know. I want to I wanna see him do something. Like, they say he's the next LeBron. I want to see him do something LeBron-like. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. this is probably like watching what LeBron would have been like if he did play in college. Right. Like, yeah, LeBron never played in college. And, um, you know, also, too, we're wrapping up the podcast, but um, somebody did say that uh, he reminds them of uh, LeBron, and, I, and the first thing that comes to mind is um, LeBron didn't even play college, so right, right. I'm not too sure as to why people feel this way. I'm not too sure as why people feel like he's like LeBron James. Why do they like to compare so many players to LeBron James is what I don't understand. LeBron James is in his own class as far as what he was able to do. He's in his yeah. he's in his own class. Like nobody can come close to what LeBron has done for the game. And there's been so many players that have came. And everybody said, "Oh, they're going to be you know like this player." Well, it never matched. It never came. It never was like it never was like that. Um, let's let LeBron have his his own little. Let's stop comparing people to LeBron. There are so many other players that this guy reminds me of. He reminds me of Magic Johnson. He reminds me of Charles Barkley. He honestly looks like a young Charles Barkley. I yeah, I, I see Barkley. Yeah, he looks like and plays like a young Charles Barkley. Why are people saying he's LeBron James? He's not. He's <laughs> this guy's not LeBron James. I now I'm, I'm, he's good. He's really good. But <clears throat> let's don't let's don't OD with. With, with trying to compare people to LeBron, that's a whole nother level of, of 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 goodness. Like goodness gracious, like you know, like there are not too many college players that have came in the past years that remind us of LeBron. So let's let this guy play some NBA games first before we say, oh, he's gonna be exactly LeBron. before you put put up LeBron comparisons. I, I definitely agree. Give him a year, right? 
yeah, just give him a year. Let him let him do his thing in college, but just give him, you know, a year. So we're on the same page with that. I get so tired of people doing that because it's just like they they they're hurting the kid when they do that. And sometimes most of these kids are really hungry anyway, so they don't necessarily listen to a lot of the analysts and what they're saying about them. They're usually just like, oh, oh you know, they don't really care too much. It's always certain players that let it get to their head. But these humble guys, they don't really let it get to their head. And you can tell Zion is really humble. He probably doesn't right, care right. much. He probably not even he's probably not even under like listening to what people are saying about him being the next LeBron. He's probably laughing. But if anything, you know, just allow this guy to play and, you know, allow him to grow. Um so <laughs> that's gonna be the end of episode fifty two of the B T G podcast. Um, Joe, you have anything else to say for the end? Uh, no, that's it. That's it. Go Tar Heels. Oh, yeah. Um, like I said, I just want to see a good game tonight, so I don't really care who wins. <laughs> but hopefully right, right. put up at least 40 or 50. That would be great to see. Yeah, it would be. All right, so um, we will see you guys back for our next episode, which will be Monday. And um, thank you guys for tuning in. Yep, thank you. Yep, thank you, Joe. No problem.